the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Woke up this morning to um, an encouraging text from uh, one of my grandsons. Oh, hey, by the way, welcome to Bob Bernie Live, whether you're listening in uh, Columbus, Ohio, or Washington, D.C. I am guest hosting for Don Crow today in Washington, D.C., and doing my program in Columbus, Ohio. We've linked the two stations together, and we are simulcasting. So welcome. My telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE. Uh, woke up this morning, had a text on my phone from one of my grandsons, and uh, it just made my heart sing, says uh, Grandpa had been getting more into the scriptures. And uh, then he talked about uh, archaeology and the Bible. Whoo, one of my favorite topics. Uh, I am not an expert on anything and certainly not archaeology, but uh, I love archaeology and the Bible. For many reasons, but the primary reason is, in the modern era of biblical archaeology, we're talking about archaeology in in and around Israel, Israel, Jordan, um, um, Egypt, um, Lebanon, biblical archaeology, the uh, the Bible countries, in the age of modern arche- modern biblical archaeology. Let's say that's a hundred years there have been literally hundreds of thousands of different discoveries. There are discoveries all the time. Um, an ancient coin from 300 AD here. An ancient coin from uh, 300 BC here. A cup, a piece of pottery. I mean, hundreds of thousands. In Israel, they're finding artifacts constantly because in Israel... You can't build anything until the Israeli archaeologists come in and start digging around your excavation site. If you go to Israel today, uh, your tour will almost certainly include Magdala, the village of Magdala. That's where Mary Magdalene was from. And you will visit the synagogue in Magdala. It's one of the few places in Israel that we are absolutely positive that Jesus was there. We know that he taught there. And you can go to the the ruins. Some of it is incredibly well-preserved. Well, this is a fairly new discovery. If you went to Israel 10 years ago, you wouldn't go to Magdala. Well, why would you go there today? Because it's on the Mediterranean Sea, And uh, developers wanted to put a hotel there, right on the Mediterranean Sea, prime property. Oops, you have to call in the archaeologists, and they have to begin digging around to see if there's anything historically significant. And lo and behold, 
they uncovered the synagogue of Magdala. Uh, no hotel. Nope, nope, but it's a fascinating place to visit. All right, I digress. Out of the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of archaeological discoveries, artifacts, relics, uh, places, not all of them have biblical significance, okay? Not all of them do. They're all historical in one way or the other, but not all of them have biblical significance. Out of those hundreds and hundreds of thousands, there have been hundreds of thousands that do have biblical significance. And guess what? Not one of them have contradicted a single thing from the Bible. Not one. You have never read the headline from some archaeological magazine or whatever, New Discovery Disproves What the Bible Says About This. David, Solomon, Isaiah, or whatever, or Jerusalem, or, you know, not one. They have all validated what we have been told in Scripture. Think about that. Think about that. If they ever found something that actually disproved something from Scripture, oh, it would be everywhere. It hasn't happened. And guess what? It won't happen, because the Bible is true. I said all of that, and I, and I responded to my, my grandson, oh, I love Bible archaeology. Let's get together and talk. Let's talk about it. And uh, it, but anyway, um, speaking of Bible archaeology, Trinity Southwest University has a dean of archaeology. His name is Stephen Collins, C-O-L-L-I-N-S. And uh, a while ago, it was not last week or last month, it's been a while ago, he was part of a dig at Tel El Hamam. It's uh, right on the border between Israel and Jordan. And according to this dean of archaeology, he is absolutely convinced they have discovered the biblical site of Sodom. Why? It's in the location indicated in Scripture. And he goes into the details in Genesis chapter 13 of the location that is indicated in Scripture as to where Sodom and Gomorrah were. Uh, this, The ruins that they have uncovered uh, are in that basic area. And it has, quote, all of the markers of Sodom. I continue to quote, The site is scattered with Bronze Age remains that appear to have been melted in a flash heat situation, matching the biblical account of how Sodom burned to the ground. Professor Collins said, quote, As soon as we get a few centimeters into that Bronze Age matrix, this piece of pottery, the shoulder of a storage jar, is facing up at us, and it looks like it has been glazed. 
He and other members of the team remarked that the scars looked similar to those witnessed at the Trinity nuclear test site in New Mexico, where the first atomic bomb was detonated. Again, quoting, Previous reports on the site suggest that the site was decimated by a meteor impact some 4,000 years ago. This cataclysm has yet to be confirmed, but evidence shows a charcoal-rich destruction layer and a series of melted objects, according to a study published in the journal Nature, which, by the way, is not a Christian uh, publication. I love this. Quote, The recent study suggests that the site was wiped out in the blink of an eye. He said there are at least 25 known pieces of geography and scripture that you can triangulate between to take you to the city of Sodom. And then he gets into a bunch of cities that I don't dare try to pronounce. Uh, Now, did he state that he is absolutely positive that he has found Sodom. No. And by the way, there have been several discoveries in the last 50 years where archaeologists believed that they had found Sodom. This dean of archaeology is convinced that this site has more real evidence than the other sites that have been guessed, uh, speculated about. And uh, he, you know, does he say he's absolutely positive? No. But he's convinced that he has found the biblical site called Sodom. Do we know for sure? No. Does it fit all of the description in the Bible? Yes. The secular world, I assure you, will say, eh, it was just a meteorite. And by the way, we don't know what God used. God could have used a meteorite. My point, another piece of the puzzle. Not one shovel has ever been uncovered to disprove the Bible. In fact, the opposite Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. You've uh, probably noticed I put a lot of emphasis this entire hour on the Bible contents. And here's the reason why, folks. The truth of Scripture has always been under attack. Always. But never so much as here in America. If you look at the history of America, people who believed the Bible, taught the Bible, preached the Bible, were held in honor. And at least respect. If you look at all of our founding fathers... It is true that probably not all of them were born-again Christians. Most of, most of them were. But they all had deep respect 
for the Bible, all of it, Old and New Testament. What about Thomas Jefferson? He did his own Bible and took all the miracles out. Read the full story. Don't believe what the skeptics tell you about Thomas Jefferson's Bible. I don't have time to go into all of it. Read the whole story. Thomas Jefferson had enormous respect for the Bible. If you read the writings of our founding fathers, they are saturated with the Bible. They honored, revered, respected the Bible. If you look at public education, look at the McGuffey Reader that was used for decades in all, or, well, almost all of America's public schools. They are saturated with the Bible, biblical truth, Bible stories, Bible characters, Bible value, Bible virtue. You, If you look at any of the McGuffey readers, you cannot turn many pages without finding some reference to the Bible. Children were taught to honor and respect the Bible. Let me chase a quick rabbit here. One of the best teachers I ever had was Dr. Thiessen. She was my English literature teacher in high school. She had an earned doctorate from Oxford University. Why she was in my high school in Compton, California, I don't know. But she was an atheist. She was an atheist. But we spent a whole section on the King James Bible. And one of the kids who proclaimed to be an atheist one day raised his hand and said, Dr. Thiessen, you're an atheist, right? Yes. Then why are we wasting time studying this Bible? You don't believe it. I don't believe it. You don't believe it's God's Word. I don't believe it's God's Word. It's filled with fairy tales. Why are we wasting our time? Dr. Thiessen paused, looked at him, and said, don't be a blank. And she said, no, I don't believe it's inspired by God. But it is, without a doubt, the most remarkable piece of literature ever put together. And so we are not going to study it as God's inspired word. We are studying it as literature. This is a class on English literature, and we cannot study English literature without studying the King James Bible. I'll never forget that. She was an atheist, but had enormous respect for the literary aspect of the Bible. That has been the case for almost all the history of America. Even people who did not believe it respected, honored, revered. Those days are gone. The Bible is now held in disrespect, disrepute, criticized. And anyone who really, truly believes the Bible is considered to be a wild-eyed, crazy, bigoted, prejudiced heretic. They're crazy people. People who really believe the Bible? The cultural view of the Bible in the last 30, 40 years has changed dramatically from the first 200 and 200, 210 years of our history. It has changed dramatically. In our culture as a whole, 
and in our entire educational system, the Bible is no longer honored. It is disdained. In many cases, it is hated. And so what I continually emphasize, if you truly believe every single word of that book, you're going to be criticized. You may be hated. You are you're going to be held in low regard and low esteem. Don't let the culture around you embarrass you because you believe the Bible. The Bible is always ultimately vindicated. We were talking a few minutes ago about about archaeology and the Bible. Archaeology has never contradicted the Bible. Never. Not even one single case. Doesn't that tell you something? And if you look at the history of science, in time, real science always comes around to agreeing with the Bible. And I'm talking real science, not pseudoscience. It is so important that we never be embarrassed that we believe every single word of the Bible. You're not going to be honored like people were at one time. You may be scorned. You could lose your job because you believe biblical principles. You could find yourself at odds with your family, your community, your employer. And we are to stand with love. We are to love with the love of Jesus Christ. We are to contend for the faith without being contentious. But we never back down. We never compromise to please the culture around us. Believe the book. Study the book. Love the book. Stand for the book. Have a great evening, folks. Thanks for joining me. And please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.